everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Johnny, welcome back. Yo. You were here yesterday. I was. Uh, for when we tried to record this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, but due to horrendous technical difficulties that caused me nothing but frustration, uh, I decided to kick you out, scrap it. And salvage the day by buying a brand new soundboard. And now we sound infinitely better. <laughs> yeah, probably. So if this is your first episode and you're like, wow, these guys sound really good. Like, I can't believe it. It's like, that's why. <laughs> Professional. Yeah, no, it's technology and not anything I changed or did better. No. <laughs> it's just, I spent money with my wallet and now I sound great. Yeah. And so do you, John. So that's good. Um, this is very exciting. Yesterday was very frustrating. It was nothing but clicks and hums and... And I was very scared that like I was gonna get this home and I was gonna plug it in and yeah. I was still gonna have the same like clicks and hums like and that like the wires or like, yeah like your it's house the house is haunted or well my house is super old like or the, technically the broken clock podcast studio is, <laughs> is in a super old house yeah so I I kept half expecting it to be like oh there's a grounding issue with the plug and like because I tried you know. Uh, like a power strip i tried the wall like right. i tried all kinds of different things to see if that could do it i even brought the board down to another room thinking like oh maybe that's it uh and so i was half expecting to like get this big ass thing in here like set it all up go to test it and just hear i had that happen with my tv uh my yeah. tv was on like an ungrounded or like not securely grounded outlet in my room and apparently like the half of the house was not securely grounded so i couldn't plug my headphones into I used to plug my headphones in my TV. I had an older TV. Yeah. Um, and anytime I did that, it was just, and I mean, the sound would come through, but the buzz was just always there. Yeah. And I like Googled it and couldn't figure it out. And then finally like figured out that like, sure enough, my house is just not grounded properly. Yeah. It was just one of those things where I was like, I was super worried. Cause I didn't want to have to like spend the money, come here, set it all up, figure out it's the exact same issue, then not know what the fuck to do. And then like, do I keep this? Right. Cause it is better and awesome. Or do I return it because it's not actually it's not helping? Anything, yeah. yeah. Uh, ultimately this is, this is going to be good for our other show, the broken clock podcast main event, which there is another episode of right now. Um, so you can check that out if you're a fan of the wrestling, um, because it'll mean that we don't have to share microphones anymore. Cause the old board didn't have enough inputs yeah, and no, this one's got what six, six. Yeah. So we'll be able to have one microphone for everybody. So, uh, Carrie and Tyler don't have to argue about who has more mic time because they'll each have their own microphone. So, yeah. uh, that'll be good. Uh, it's funny that we buy this new board with all these fancy new inputs and we have one less person today, uh, <laughs> as Joe is on on vacation and for a man who constantly tells me uh he doesn't do anything ever he's he's never here he's he's been on uh, he's been on vacation a lot this summer so well, it's all right he's having fun yeah. yeah he's having fun so that's always good um so in the meantime johnny what did you play this week since you were not on vacation i tried to play grand theft auto online but my internet sucks at my apartment so it's a banner technology week for everybody yeah so i used to like I would, you know, log on and it takes forever to load just because it's a giant game. And then I would walk around for about five minutes and then it would kick me off and I would lose all my like progress and whatever I did in those five minutes. Yeah. So I've, I've just kind of given up for now. Um, and then in the meantime, I borrowed Joe's copy of Uncharted, the trilogy, like the yep. for the PS4. So I started playing the first one because I had never actually played them. I'd like watched people play them. And They're great. I love those games. I'd never like watched. I think I watched somebody play two all the way through, but like I've only seen parts of one and I've only seen parts of three. I've never seen any of four, but um, I finally picked it up and started playing it and I'm enjoying it. It's, it's definitely 12 years old. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so like the, like gravity is a little funky on it or he's like kind of floaty at times. Um, 
and like that's just his strength that's just his core strength that makes him seem funny. also totally gets shot by the way that's not his luck losing he even says ow and stuff like <laughs> yeah but that's like it grazing him i guess like but that's not bullet damage that's luck running i don't know i like i do want to go back and play it now with that revelation in yeah. my head of that was the first thing i thought of i was like i'm just gonna get shot and you can see a bullet hitting him and him going oh wait but is that in a cutscene? no that's like in action oh okay yeah i don't know maybe I mean, and also one of the cool things that, like, Joe and I realized when we used to play the, the games way back when was, like, if you're up against cover, he'll put his hand, like, next to his head, even though, like... That wouldn't do your anything. Your not going to do shit. No, but that's what you do when you're in peril, is that right. you just, like, instinctively go to cover up and, like, right. get in the field. It's the same way that, you know, kids in the 50s used to get under their desk in case the atomic bomb hit. Right, like, no, that wouldn't do anything, but... If anything, it gives you peace of mind that you think that you're more covered, even though in your heart of hearts, you know, if you get shot through the hand as it's up against your face, <laughs> yeah. guess what? You're also getting shot in the face. Yeah, your face is also gone. Yeah. No. Yeah. So uh, I think that's just a that's just an instinct thing. And that's good character work. But for that's the game. I thought. Yeah. Like, I thought it was nifty that like they put small things like that. Yeah. They don't need to. He just needs to go into cover. But, yeah. Like when like sometimes he gets shots too much and he just puts up his hand like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um. But judging by how many collectibles I've gotten so far, I'm already like a third of the way through. I don't know how long the game is because it seems to be it's like fairly 10 short. to 12 hours, maybe. I think it's been a, like when the last time I played it was right before four came out. I yeah. got the collection and I wanted to just like run through them because I think I only played like the first half of one. I played all of two like four times because I love that game. And then three, I think I played through three quarters of it. Uh, and then like for whatever reason fell off, another game came out. Yeah. I don't know what. Um, so I just like, I was rushing through them. Like I wasn't worried about collectibles. I just wanted to get myself caught up on the story for when four, you know, did come out. Yeah. So, uh, I don't remember how long it is if you're taking your time, but I think it's somewhere in the 10 hour range. Yeah. I have 16 of the 60 collectibles or uh, 18 of the 60 collectibles. So like I'm already collectible wise, I'm already a third of the way through the game. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think as you get deeper into the game, the collectibles are more sparse probably. because you're doing more action stuff probably. and your story heavy stuff. Uh, so there's less things, but I think there's usually like eight to 10 chapters. So I guess it would go based on the chapters or the chapters I'm, do elongate as you I just get got to five. So, okay. So maybe it's, maybe it's more than that then. Okay. I mean, but I mean, it's, it's enjoyable and like, yeah. I, I'm going to pounce through all three of them and me being the trophy achievement guy, I am like the trophies are separated by game. Which yeah. Is which really is good. Nice. Um, cause that would suck if you're like, if you get all the trophies and what would essentially be a platinum for uncharted one, but it's like, congratulations, you're 33% of the way yeah. through the trilogy. It's like, yeah. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't make me feel as good. So I looked at the, the, the trophy list and since there's no multiplayer on these, that's great. Cause that means that these are all achievable. And yep. like a lot of them are just like do a certain thing X amount of times. And there's only three trophies. I didn't look at the hidden ones yet. But there's only three that seem to be difficult that are like complete chapter, you know, five in under 10 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some of those can get pretty tricky. Um, but I don't know if you have to kill people to progress on. Like, I don't know if like you have to clear waves of people before you can continue on forward in, you know, certain yes. parts of the place. Yeah, I believe. So. Like, I don't think there's a way that you can. I mean, you might be able to just run past them. Yeah, that's right. But I'm then thinking. you've got people behind you and they will advance. And then you'll have people in front of you, and that makes it more difficult. I believe, again, it's it's been, what, I think two years now since I played, like, any of the Uncharted yeah. games. But I, like, I did that in Halo um, uh, Comet Evolved on the 360 when they, were, like, redid that one. There was a achievement for beating the, like, the longest level in the game in under 17 minutes, and I did it in, like, nine. So, yeah. like, but that one also you can just kind of run. 
Um, so those are the only ones that look difficult, but I think I might be able to platinum this because a lot of them is just like, you know, kill a certain amount of people with this, this weapon and kill people while hanging from a cliff. Yeah. And those, those you usually get on a playthrough, like well, without having to like, try. I've already yeah. gotten three of them. Like, uh, and then there was one that was like, seemed to be luck based and there was like a part, it was, you have to kill three people with an explosive. Yeah. And there was a part where there was just three dudes like mulling around, not paying attention to me. And I was just like. Didn't even know it was worth a trophy, but I was just like, I bet you I can kill all three of these with the grenade. Yeah. And I did, and I got the trophy, and I was like, all right, well, there's the one luck one out of the way. Yeah, I think some of them are like, get a certain amount of kills with each weapon. Yeah, that's what um, it is. You know, and most of them are chapter, like, complete the chapter. Yeah, there's a bunch like, of locked, or hidden ones, and I'm yeah. sure those are just like, complete eat, the chapter. this chapter. Yeah. No, I, I don't remember them ever being that difficult. Like, I never went to try to, to platinum those games, just because I was like, oh... I don't really want to look for all the collectibles. And I also don't want to pull up a guide to find the collectibles. Yeah. Because that's like, all right, well, what did I, I just studied hard and, and got a trophy for it, which is weird. Like, I'd rather just play the game and move on to the next one than I get do it. like my first run through clean. Yeah. Um, and then when I do like my reruns, because there's, you have to beat each difficulty without starting over. It said like, yeah, unless you, you go on, on the if you start on the max one, like if you start it. Yeah, I don't know if you can do the actual hard one. I think there's easy, hard, and normal that are unlocked. Yeah, for, but if you do hard, you get easy and whatever the normal. like highest one is. Yeah. So I'm still gonna have to go through and play it, you know, on the highest difficulty. So I'll I'll go and clear up after that. Like right now, I'm just playing the game to play yeah. the game. And that's the way I feel like that's the way I have fun with it. And I know other people are like, no, I want to get the platinum, you know, in one playthrough if it's possible. And I'm yeah. like, I don't. Rather just play the game and enjoy the experience rather than like yeah soak up pull the story it. before yeah. you're like guiding everything yeah yeah and the only times that I'll go and I'll like you know guide for a, a platinum or to get trophies if like if on my first playthrough I get you know sixty percent I'm like okay this is probably doable yeah like South Park I have to go back and just play a second way through the game to get the platinum. Because I got them all on the first playthrough just by the way that I played the game. Right. So I'll probably do that. I keep meaning to do that anyway. But and then I brought my Vita. I'm gonna play it during wrestling stuff. Um, because I want to play Dragon's Crown. Mm. I played it with Joe on his because he bought like the PS4 remaster, mm-hmm. which comes in like a fancy steelbook version and everything like that. And I really liked it. And I was like, I've had this on the Vita forever, and I've never played it. Yeah, that's um, a JRPG, right? Uh, no, it's, I mean, it's Japanese, but it's like a side scroller oh, okay. hack and slash, but like they're, they're, it's level based. So like you go and you complete a level and then you can do that level as many times as you want over and over again to get better loot. Um, it's not procedurally generated, right? No. Uh, the loot is though. Oh, okay. Uh, like sometimes there's like little, uh, doors that you can't open. You have to bring other people that can open doors for you. And sometimes there's like these like shrine rune things that you can't activate unless you have like the wizard with you um and if you find bones you can resurrect those people and bring them with you on other missions and those are all procedurally generated those are completely random so like you could find the bones of somebody and be like oh i don't know who this is and you're like oh it's a fire mage and i only have you know an ice mage with me so i can resurrect her but if you don't resurrect them you can also get um items for, like from their body or, or like you know whatever so yeah, yeah. like there is a, a bit of randomness to it and there is a point to replaying these levels as opposed to just like it's not like final fight where like you get to the end and you're done yeah um i but think i have that game i feel like it was a playstation plus game at some point it probably was yeah it's like super like anime looking with like <laughs> women with giant butts and boobs and everything sweet yeah right up my alley um so i mean but i enjoyed it with joe and then i realized that 
if you play multiplayer on PS4, you don't get any trophies if you're single player. And we did like a bunch of it. And I was just like, I have nothing to show for this. Oh, and you were signed into your account. I you was. Did it? Yeah. Oh, it even bummer. shows like I played it. Like it's on my played games list and everything like that. Yeah. It just shows zero trophies. Oh, and, like, yeah. He was getting them all. And they were like, you know, complete this level. And I was like, I was, I was right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did a lot. I helped. Yeah. I want a trophy. But I've had it on the Vita since I bought the Vita. Like I bought my Vita used and it like came with whoever, like the dude who had it had that with it and i was yeah. like oh i might as well play this and now i'm kind of like itching for something that like doesn't require all my attention yeah and since i've played a decent amount of it already i don't need to like pay attention to the story or whatever no yeah so that'll be good yeah so because you'll know like at least where you were up to mm-hmm. and then you can start paying attention yeah. nice what have you played not much i uh i'm playing some WarioWare. though i was having trouble charging my 3ds but i think it's working now so i'm going to play more WarioWare this week um nothing really on the ps4 play a little Fortnite with some friends um just getting you know doing yeah just doing like random stuff um but yeah nothing like i uh i returned madden because i was kind of done with it like i played a little bit of the ultimate team and and some of the other stuff in there after the no no no, i red boxed it oh okay because i was interested in the long shot mode um the rest of it like until it's football season and i figure out if i'm like into football this year like last year i wasn't super into football for whatever reason like i think you know like joe and i were recording on sundays so i would kind of miss some of it and then just like i don't know i wasn't amped for football season for whatever like for whatever reason and like baseball the baseball playoffs were really good so i was more focused on baseball last year and then by that time baseball was over it was november and like football was almost over so i didn't care uh so if i'm like paying attention to football again this year i'll probably pick it up used or something like that like i didn't need to pay 60 bucks right out of no. the gate for it um, but i wanted to play long shot so i went and did the you know seven three day red box for seven bucks or whatever no, so no it's really it's a really good deal so um i played a little bit more of that before i brought it back on uh, on monday did the, the ultimate team stuff which is good uh there's a lot of like hand holding in the menus which is weird where it's like you know it, when you start the game up it asks you like have you played Madden before? Like, right. do you know Madden? And I'm yeah. like, yes, I do. Give me the, the full Madden experience. And then it's like, okay, here's how the menu works. And like, press this button to open a pack. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's, it's fucking Madden. Like, yeah. no matter what you guys change, like the core of it is still Madden. So if you could just chill out and let me play the game, please. So Does like, I have the like simplified menu where you can add like, like the way NHL was, was it had like, um, you could add three buttons to the homepage. And like those are the three modes you play the most, sort of thing. Well, they have they have kind of like the a deck on the main menu that's you know what was the last thing you played, what was something that's new for like a weekly challenge or something like that. Uh, so they had those, but uh, ultimately I'm used to the games where it's just like okay, let me press like I press that I want to play ultimate, I press that I want to do this challenge, and then like it starts. And then this time it was like press that you want to do the challenge. Now press that you acknowledge what the challenge is. Now press that you want to use the same team you've been using this whole time, even though you only have one team. Like now press that you like want to do this. And it's just like, there's so many button presses to get to actually playing the game where I'm like, can I just like press the two things? And then while the menu loads, I can look at my phone. And then like every time I would press a button, I'd think like, all right, this is going to be the loading screen where I like can just, you know, scroll the internet or whatever while the game loads. (laughs) And then like, yeah, I look up and it's another screen where I have to acknowledge like, yes, okay and then like it'd load for a second and i'd be like all right okay i want to play the game and so uh, i got kind of frustrated with it and i was like all right i'm i'm, I'm done I'm just gonna maybe that's it. patchable too maybe but i think that's just how they want it which is weird but i don't know that could just be a nitpick on my part because i want a more simplified version and the people who want an in-depth uh madden want yeah an i guess it's, madden. yeah um 
Yeah, I think that was all I played. I did download an old P- a text-based PC game that I'm really excited to go back to, but also hesitant given how much of my time it could take uh it's called extreme warfare revenge and it's a it's a like a wrestling booking game interesting yeah and it's uh you determine all the matches you determine the outcomes you pick the storylines the feuds like the whole thing like you money for tv can you afford to sign this guy and like you'll get like little emails where it's like this wrestler's fed up with their current status in the mid card like what do you want to do with them and if you keep them there then they get more pissy and then next time contract negotiations are up they'll like get pissed and demand more money or leave or whatever and i used to play it a lot back in like middle school or like early high school really it's that old yeah oh it's from like i when i when i loaded it up the roster was the current roster as of 2002 uh and then like but then like there's plenty of internet forums where people still play and i was able to download like current 2018 rosters and it's not just like wwe it's new japan triple well, yeah, a like the, the tech is there any graphics to it at all or is it strictly I'm, just black button graphics like so it's you know well, i didn't know if it was like you were playing on dos like no 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 it's i'll show it to you after um yeah. but yeah it's basically like you can play with like standard like square like rectangles for buttons or you can do like it's raised and it's got a drop shadow and a nice. gradient on it yeah. like um but no it's all it's all like text-based and stuff like gotcha. that so it's it's pretty fun and but i was like as i was reading into it because i saw someone post about it on twitter they're like do you know what you've done putting this out in the world and reminding people this game exists like wives are gonna be pissed like children are gonna, gonna, gonna go neglected because everyone's <laughs> gonna remember that time where they used to get high in college and like and play this game and book their own wrestling yeah <laughs> exactly because like i think a, an indie wrestler put it out and be like hey you guys remember this game and everyone's like man fuck you like now that's all i'm gonna do for the rest of my life is play this game again because you reminded me of it you jerk <laughs> well there should be that mode in uh in fire pro that's coming out that's pretty much the same thing yeah but like this is i mean granted that'll be with you know like things Just you can watch people. and but you can put with any wrestlers you want in there and create your own federations in fire that's Pro, true so. i mean but this one comes preloaded with it and it has the nostalgia factor to it yeah exactly um and it's like i don't have to pay as much attention because i you basically just like click next day next day and then it'll tell you when you have to like yeah. book a, a show or whatever right. um so i might get into that we'll we'll see how much free time i have this week <laughs> um but yeah that was pretty much all i played this week uh so we'll jump right into the news of the week which comes in the form once again of the lightning round not lightning round uh, no real top stories this week uh, so we'll kind of jump right into it with a bunch of switch related news so uh, lightning round uh, we talked about the nintendo direct last week regarding smash brothers yeah. uh, in that and i don't think we mentioned it in in talking about it is uh, they showed off uh, the menu screen during the nintendo direct and one of the things was blurred out and they said there's a there's another mode here but we can't tell you what it is it's yeah. not we're not ready to tell you what it is yet we'll tell you later Probably at a direct in October or something like that, yeah. getting up ready for the game. Um, but of course, the internet being the internet, uh, a bunch of you know keen-eyed sleuths uh, went out there and unpixelated the the blurry menu screen. Well, apparently it was uh, it was blurred after the 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 like it wasn't blurred on the screen that they were projecting. It was blurred in After Effects for the um, well, yeah, for the for the stream itself yeah because what they were doing is they were they were showing you how the menu works so they were like scrolling around to all the buttons yeah and obviously you don't want to build a special build of the game just to have the pixelated thing so i assumed it was done after the fact too and so like i guess somebody went frame by frame and found like half a frame that like or not half a frame but like found in transition where it wasn't pixelated and then they like slowly created through the motion of you know what was going on yeah 
Long with too much time, did the internet a favor yeah. and gave us what uh, looks to be called spirits mode. Yeah. Now we talked last week about Luigi, rest in peace, uh, having his soul ripped from his body, he's not and dead yet. I, I don't know, his soul was ripped from his body and was out of it for a really long time. Um, and then couple that with the the E3 direct that showed like Mario getting taken away uh, by Ridley and like Samus being you know possibly attacked as well. Um, people are under the assumption this is the single player mode and that the idea of it is you're going through and you're fighting to save the spirits of these characters that were attacked by all these like gruesome bad guys like you know, Ripley and the Grim Reaper and stuff right. like that. And the thought process is, is that would be how you unlock new characters by saving their soul which sounds really cool and, and super religious yeah well but nintendo I mean, is my god yeah <laughs> uh, i mean that's that's true for some people joe does have a shrine yes but i mean what do you think about that do you think that sounds like a cool single player mode it seems like an odd thing that like nintendo would do as them trying to be the family friendly thing where uh they try not to talk about death a lot and like especially like killing their characters yeah, but at the same time, like, Luigi had a game where he hunted ghosts, so it's not like ghosts and the spirit world are completely beyond their reach in terms of making a game about it. Yeah. I mean, and also, like, if you think about this in terms of, like, uh, cultures, you know, like, our culture, death is definitive, like, whereas, you know, in Japanese you, culture, maybe. well, to most This Western, house is haunted, so I know that ghosts exist. Most Westerners, <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, you know, Japanese culture, they live with ghosts, as opposed yeah. to there's not a dichotomy like you're not fighting ghosts you're fighting the like and like they have a whole yokai and yurai culture so like that's more of a thing yeah, i heard about their watch yeah the yokai watch yeah yeah um so i guess that makes sense like for them as it's not killing as opposed to no you're saving just, like yeah, yeah it's another it's another uh extension of your life I yeah guess. or well extension of your existence yeah it's not your life because i I, i'm pretty sure uh, obviously we haven't seen this mode in any form or fashion but i would have to assume that you wouldn't be killing characters you'd be defeating a boss that has the spirit somehow trapped locked up and you doing that returns the spirit to the body and like now you have a fighter that can join you on your quest yeah um and joe and i talked about it like how much fun we had with subspace emissary the the brawl for we single player mode that was a lot of fun and i'm glad that seems like they're going to be bringing a single player mode back and it's a good way of having characters to be unlocked where we were saying before if this, if this comes out and all the characters are unlocked already it's like well i've no like this is strictly just a party game like there's no reason for me to play this alone yeah because i'm not going to play it online because i'm not good enough to play it online at least i mean for us yeah yeah for us specific because like i'm i'm more excited for this because it's a party game it's right. something i can bring over to a friend's house i can play i don't care if i'm bad at it because i have fun playing like it's accessible enough where I can have fun playing it. I know what moves I'm doing, even if I'm getting my ass kicked. Whereas, like, you know, Street Fighter, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So if I get my ass kicked, I'm just like, I'm not having any fun because I didn't make him do anything cool. He just punched and kicked a lot. Like, this sucks. But with Smash, I can at least hold my own where I feel like I'm doing okay, even if I'm not. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm totally down for single player for this to unlock those characters. So it gives me a reason to play it when I'm not at friends' houses or when people aren't over. Yeah. Um, So the thing they ended up unblurring was a wisp-looking icon. And I guess uh, there was also the character for spirits or souls that was also on the menu that somebody thought they could unsee, like, you know, or mm. unblur with that. Um, but the icon itself is kind of speaks for itself where it, it straight up just looks like a, a wisp, which is like their ghost 
looking thing. Symbol. Yeah, it's like a ghost emoji almost. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, and in the one picture I saw, like, you could see the bottom half of the word spirits. Like, the top half is still kind of pixelated, oh, really? I didn't even but see the that. bottom half clearly was like an SP, uh, you know, so I think that's where they're getting it from. But I'm, I'm all for it. It sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, they're clearly doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. And everything they've done with this game so far has well, been. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's the ultimate version of Smash Brothers. Um, All right. Speaking of the uh, major Nintendo franchise, Lightning Round, uh, do you like ports, John? Um, Sure. (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of getting sick of them. Yeah, I get that vibe from a lot of people, especially when it comes to the Switch, uh, which this does, where uh, a new rumor says that New Super Mario Brothers U, uh, I think it was a Wii U launch game where it's just the side-scrolling, you know, left to right. Uh, yeah. Mario Brothers game that came out, and then they came out with New Luigi U, uh, which was the DLC for that, uh, is going to be coming to the Switch as New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, which I kind of wish they would drop the U and just call it New Super Mario right. Brothers Deluxe. Uh, just, but I think they can't do that because New Super Mario Brothers was also on the 3DS. But that's why you call it Deluxe or something like newer. Like I don't have just the U in, in there. Then. Yeah, just call it New Super Mario Brothers Switch. Well, I guess they can't do that because then people are going to think it's a new Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Switch. But I, I don't know. I think if you want to get people to keep buying these ports from the Wii U, even though we all know they're from the Wii U, they can't like call themselves Wii U like games almost. Right. So like having the U in there just reminds me that this is from that old console and... And it's boy, an old game. Yeah, which is fine. Like, I'm still going to get it, even though I played the crap out of that game and the Luigi expansion. I'm st- I don't remember it at all. So yeah. I'm still down to play it and play buy it again. Guy. What? You can play the fat purple guy. The fat purple guy. Yeah, he can't jump. I don't remember that guy. Yeah, there was like uh, he was like a thief or something, and he could play as like the fifth character. Oh, because there was something tablet based with yeah. him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never played that. Yeah. <laughs> we, oh, we used to play like fucking bonkers at Tyler's, and Carrie would do it, and like he he can add shit to the screen to yep. like help you do stuff. Like Carrie was a terrible, awful, mean god where she would just lock us into places and we'd fall all the time. Nice. Yeah. That does sound like Carrie. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. All right, so maybe I'll play that mode too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this. I and I think it's the last port that I would want from the Wii U. Because like we're not gonna get a Smash port because we're getting the new game. Yeah, we got Mario Kart. Uh, we got Splatoon two, which was kind of basically just an expansion of Splatoon one, and in kind of a sense, yeah. given that they didn't really update much of it. Um, and then what else did we get? That was uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze came out already. Hyrule Warriors came out. So I don't think there's anything left on the Wii U. Bayonetta. Or Bayonetta came out. Uh, that Xeno Gears game. That came out too, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so there's nothing really left port-wise, which is which it, is fine. That's an exclusive. Right? Yeah, that's an exclusive that right. we need to come to Switch from the Wii U from days. The Wii U. Yeah, so I'm okay with it, uh, especially because it's Mario, and I'm always down to play I mean, it's more Mario. Sell. Yeah, of course. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely can understand the sentiment of like, put other games on there, guys. Yeah, well, and it's pretty much just becoming the port machine, and like, I have... I'm not super into Nintendo to begin with, but like even the fact that it's just all they're doing is porting other games to it right now just has makes me have no interest in it, like as a system. Yeah. And like I mean, you and Joe love it because they're porting things, and now you can have it as a portable game, which is cool. Kind of what. But I don't go anywhere. Like. (laughs) Fair. I don't need it. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. It's not even necessarily about going anywhere. It's like. You know, some of the fun that I had, like playing Mario Odyssey, was sitting in my house, like laying in bed while watching TV. But like, you have a place to, like, I don't leave my room. 
No, but that's what I'm saying. But now you could watch something. Like you could throw on a movie or you could throw on a TV show and watch that while you're playing this yeah. game. Whereas before it'd be like, shit, do I want to play Mario or do I want to watch this thing? Like now I have to, you know, decide what I want to do. Like so when I watch wrestling on Mondays, I can play a yeah. fully fledged game that isn't, you know, just a three D S game or a Vita game or whatever. Like it's a fully fledged right. port of a game. So that's I mean, why you can I see like both it. sides. Yeah. I I still think it's just it's become the port machine now. Well, speaking of that lightning round, uh, Diablo 3 is coming to Switch as well. Yeah. Uh, it was rumored and leaked and then officially confirmed all in the span of like 12 hours. Uh, you a Diablo fan? Uh, yeah, I actually played Diablo 3 like five times. Would you want to play it on the go? <laughs> N- no. <laughs> in all the places that you do or don't go, you don't want to play I've also it? never played that. No, that's not true. I played. No, I've never played that game alone. That's so I've only played it with people. So I played mm. it through once when it first came out on the 360 with some coworkers, and I played it through again on the PS4 with Tyler and Carrie. Uh, I played it on the Xbox One with Joe and Skip. So yeah, I've never played that game alone. So if I had the option to play it alone, I would probably never play it, even if it's on the go. Yeah. Well, Joe's probably gonna get it, so you can play it on multiplayer with Joe again on yeah, Nintendo on, on Switch. A tiny little controller. Oh, he does have a pro controller. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't even know if he's gonna buy it. Like. Yeah. I, Joe's already bought that game like four times, so I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be like, yeah, that's nice. I have other things to play. Yeah, this is one of those ones for me where it's just like, good for the Diablo fans, because if they want it, then they'll buy it, and that's good for them. Yeah, I, sh- sure. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't move my doesn't move the needle for me at all, but it's just like, it just goes with the, it's a port machine. Right. Which is fine, because like, in between all these ports are fantastic new AAA games that they're coming out with, so. Yeah, I mean, they're just building their library, which is... Probably for the best since the Wii U had a shit library. Yeah. Um, well, and I think what what really it does is it shows is that all these ports are coming out and they're selling. Like they're doing a good job of selling right. these units, and then they're able to go back to the people who make these games and go, "See, people buy the system. People are buying your games. Make other games for it." Well, for once, they have a system that can compete, uh, like mechanically, with what's currently out there. Like the Wii U was to an extent. Yeah, but like the Wii U was nowhere close the Wii, to the. Yeah, the Wii U was just a fancy 3DS. Like, it was a fancy Wii, if anything. Yeah, well, the, I mean, yeah, it, it had the best of both worlds. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, cool. Bring more. That also means that that's a checklist off of whatever they said. There was multiple Diablo projects in the works, and that's one of them. And I said Diablo Switch, and Joe went, "Ooh, Dia-. see, Joe even said, "Ooh, Diablo Switch." Yeah, I don't remember that. But maybe he thought it was a new Diablo for, for Switch rather than Diablo 3 for Switch. So we'll see if he ooze again when he comes back from vacation. <laughs> in uh, three weeks. Yeah. Uh, lightning round. Uh, John, if you're in the mood for a Switch, there is a new Switch bundle coming out. It's got Mario Tennis, which we know that you like, and 1-2 Switch, which I don't think you've played. I played like one of the – I played like the milking one or something. I was mm. just like, I don't care. That one's okay. Uh, it's all getting bundled with a Switch. Uh, being sold for I think still the three hundred dollars that it normally costs oh, maybe yeah, three fifty but yeah it's a Walmart exclusive for now yeah. uh, I'm sure there'll be something else but I think they should start bundling one two switch with uh, with switches though they don't really need to to sell the the system because people are buying the system but I think come the holidays when you want to put a bundle together something with one two switch it probably makes sense yeah and then maybe another game you want to throw in there you know I wonder if the switch is um, region locked it's not it's this not. is the first Nintendo one that isn't that's not true. Uh, 3DS was the first one that is. Oh, well the then. Regular DS, the the, two, well the 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 Wii was and the Wii U was, I believe, and so this is like a return to Region Three or something like that. Okay, and well, I mean, it's, it's they made a big deal about it in the very first presentation they oh, had really? of like, you don't have to worry about 
region code and you can buy games from wherever. Yeah, because the 3DS was, and I was like, this sucks. There's a lot of 3DS games I want to play that are never going to make its way over here. Yeah, and um, especially as a Japanese company, it's like, why are you shutting out half the world of potentially being able to buy your games? Yeah, and like I have a ton of 2DS, or I mean, regular DS um, imports. Like, do you remember Elite Beat Agents? Yes. The There's a Japanese like game that would kind of inspired that called Oendon, where you play like school thugs that solve crimes by music and rhythm games it's hilarious that sounds up my alley i like those games yeah so i i bought those because i was like they're never going to come over here and like i don't need to understand the text no like it's a rhythm game yeah just listen to the music and tap yeah and so when the 3ds was region locked i was like well this blows so i don't know maybe i'll buy a switch eventually but probably no i mean i just bought a ps4 yeah you're you're okay for a little while yeah, you're okay for a little while. Um, one port that we knew was coming uh, finally got a release date after being pushed back uh, with no end in sight for the pushback. Dark Souls is coming to Switch on October the 19th, uh, so Joe will be excited for that. Cause so I'm you can buy Dark Souls for the fifth time. Uh, third, I think? He bought it on the PS3 because I think he wanted a copy of it. Uh, he bought it on the PS4, the remastered one. Yep. He bought it regularly on the, the one. The, uh, he bought the 360 like copy that is backwards compatible. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so so this four. Will be the fourth time. The fourth time. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he bought a PS3 one. I thought he just got. I thought maybe, or maybe he returned it. I forget. Last year was the summer of Joe figuring out that Souls games were fun. So <laughs> every week there was a new like thing with him buying a Dark Souls game, and I just I couldn't keep up with them all. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I think he bought Demon Souls on the PS3. He oh wanted, yeah, because that's exclusive wanted, to PS3. Yeah, and he wanted like just to have it on his shelf. Yeah, because he wants the Souls shelf to be complete. Yeah. Um, so yeah, October the nineteenth, that's coming out, which is good that they finally put a release date on that. Uh, speaking of things that Joe's super excited about, there's a lot of things on this list that Joe's super excited yeah, he's about. Not here. And I feel bad that he's not here. Uh, there is a crazy Resident Evil 2 collector's edition that I wanted to get his thoughts on because originally I had texted him like a month or so ago that there was a $200 Resident Evil 2 re release yeah, uh, for the remastered game uh, that comes with like a statue. And I was like, hey, you're going to get this? He's like, no, I'm hoping for a cheaper collector's edition that maybe comes with a without the statue and like comes with an art book cooler. or, yeah. Uh, and so now, rather than being cheaper, they've quadrupled the price to an $800, $900, excuse me, yeah. uh, collector's edition that comes with a Bluetooth keyboard that looks like a typewriter. And I got to say, it looks really awesome, but not $900 it awesome. It does look really awesome, but it is just a reskin of an already existing controller or uh, an already existing keypad that is only $200, which is Does it look a like a typewriter? It looks exactly the same. It's just different colors. No. Still, $200 is still too expensive for a Bluetooth yeah, and, keyboard. Yeah, but it's like, you know, PC people get all, you know. True. Yeah, I know, it's just not for me. Like, mechanical keyboards are the new shit, even though it's uh, ancient technology, which is funny. Well, there's no input lag. It's obviously better. Sure. Yeah. Just like vinyl people, but yeah. Vinyl is better. It's well, Vinyl is better, yeah. but it's also impossible to get all of your music on vinyl. Mm, I mean... Now it's a lot easier. There are a lot of people re-releasing things, and some sometimes they come out day and date with the you know the MP3 or the CD or whatever. Anti- like all forms of media that aren't downloaded and streaming are antiquated at this point. So yeah, but now we're going backwards even further. Like when's when is, when is the B track or the A track gonna be cool again? Like <laughs> I don't know. I I was at I was at a comic book shop yesterday, and they had a whole rack of cassette tapes. So I did. Uh, my friend had a hardcore band. He wanted me to design a, a jacket for him. And I was like, oh, sure. And he's like, yeah, we're doing a cassette. And I was like, 
nobody has except player. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't think I do have one actually. I, I did on my car I at did. the time, so I I was able to listen to his demo. I was in an Uber the other day, and he had the guy had the the tape deck still with like he had the tape insert that had the cord that came out to plug into his iPhone, oh, so he yeah. could like hear the turn by turn directions. And I was like, dude, update your shit. Yeah, <laughs> like you're also Uber. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, maybe maybe step your game up just a tad. But yeah, no, antiquated technology. But so the typewriter does look cool. It does look cool. And maybe I would pay $250 for it, but not $900. It's also only... I would, say th- I would say three is fair. If the other, if the thing normally is 200 and you figure the game's 60 bucks, it's limited edition, so you're paying a little bit more, and yeah. maybe you're getting you know, a keychain or something else with it. Like 300 bucks seems reasonable for that, especially it's with also, a $200 statue edition. It's a, it's a Japanese exclusive. Uh, it does come with a statue, so the statue is included. Okay. It also comes with washi tape, which is a very popular thing in Japan. It's uh, thin masking tape uh, with designs on them, and you use them to like package gifts and stuff. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, so washi tape's huge in Japan. Uh, it's a common uh, like advertising tool. It's a common gift for people who like. Uh, it's like duct tape for us where like yeah you can go buy zany colors and you can buy cool duct tape stuff and make things out of them but washi tape has been around for eight like for centuries yeah. so uh it comes with like three rolls of like resin able washi tape that's pretty cool um which i mean given you're paying 900 dollars, or you know it's included in the 900 dollars, you'll probably never use it um i mean you might i would think you're buying that for the keyboard yeah well absolutely you are at, at that price point but that's why having the washi tape in it just makes me think that this is never going to come over here anyway um, unless they put like maybe you get a roll of resident evil duct tape instead like we don't want to explain to you what this other tape is so yeah you, people are like go. why do i have masking tape in with my video game yeah what is this for like my school project i don't like it um dumb but yeah 900 dollars is still way too much maybe 250 and i would buy it um and i don't really need the leon statue i just kind of want the, the keyboard yeah like i don't have statues no joe said the same thing he's like i i would buy any collector's edition for this game because it's resident evil except for the one that comes with a statue because yeah. why like i don't want this no although it'll sit perfectly next to his pop figures which are basically just statues anyway because they have no articulation or posability I, but yeah, yeah i don't know joe's weird about that too. yeah so um all right uh lightning round uh this is something not joe related uh something wrestling related the uh, the 2k showcase mode uh is coming back to wwe games uh for those of you that don't know 2k showcase uh was a mode up until 2016 uh that basically was a story mode of sorts uh where you would go through and you'd play um like in that year in 2016 it was a stone cold steve austin was the focus of it so you played classic matches of his you know going up it would kind of retell a, a major feud that he may have had uh and that was a mode i really liked in that game because yeah. uh, there were certain challenges where like you have to mimic the real finish so you have to beat this person by doing this same maneuver like, did you break your neck i didn't break my neck no he might have in the game but i, I didn't my neck was fine no I, <laughs> I mean does it make you have your neck broken uh i think there's one where maybe you have to finish the match and therefore like you're, you don't have as much stamina or something like i forget the specifics of it uh, but it's still a really cool mode and it was something more than just you know exhibition that doesn't mean anything that you made up or right. road to the road to the you know show version I mean, it's the reason why you got men to play long shot this yeah is, this is the same thing just for wrestling kind of but it's not like that was at least like a new story and that had like progression originally and stuff like right, that where you get better like history in yeah this, one. this is basically just a curated exhibition list where right. like if i wanted to i could go make every major feud 
in an exhibition and just play it if I wanted to. But this kind of forces you to do certain objectives and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not too far off from, from Longshot. But the last two years, it hasn't been in there. And I don't know if they just couldn't find a compelling person to do it about or if they just got lazy, which is entirely yeah, possible. Making one every year. Yeah, maybe a little from column A, a little from column B. Who knows? Uh, but this year it is returning. Uh, it's going to be focused on Daniel Bryan, who has also returned since 2016. <laughs> so it's uh, it's very apropos. Uh, so you'll probably follow his you know his career when he first started with WWE all the way up through maybe some injuries. I don't like I don't know. It'll probably culminate with whatever ladder match he won the Intercontinental Title at WrestleMania before having to give it up and go away forever. Uh, and then probably some stuff about him coming back as well. Have him lose at uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, fans boo. Everybody hates everything. Um, everyone comes out. Uh, they'll probably have the moment where everyone came out in the ring. Yep. Oh, yeah. They'll definitely have something related to that. You know, the big win at WrestleMania. So, like, I'd be down to play. Like, this – I don't like Daniel Bryan enough uh, to have this be a selling point for me. I like the mode, and I'm glad it's back, and I hope it continues to be back. Yeah. But it's not. It wasn't enough for me to give up my trepidation that this game isn't going to suck still. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to buy it. I mean, hands out. I mean, I'm not going to buy it when it comes out. Yeah. If I hear it's good, then maybe I'll buy it. But like, these we've just been you know bit in the butt too many times by these games. Well, the last two years, like even buying it on sale, I'm like, man, this game fucking sucks. Like, when I got it, it was Games for Gold for one. Uh, 2017 was. Yeah. And even I like played that, and it was like it was free, and I like. Played it for like two hours, and I was just like, eh, I'm going to delete it off my hard drive. 2017, uh, 2017, I played a lot, but um, it's still like, at one point, my character couldn't progress in the character like mode because of a glitch. Like, it didn't matter how often I, I, right. I didn't lose ever, and I never got a shot at the title or got called up. Uh, that's that's called real wrestling. <laughs> but like, but that's for a game, wrestling works. Kind of. But like, I was a fan favorite. Everything was maxed out. And I never even got like a chance. Like I beat the champion every week and never was given a title shot. You got Zach Ryers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, all right, this game sucks. <laughs> Fuck you, Vince. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that mode is back. Uh, that'll be good. It'd be good to have, even if I don't necessarily like the person it's focused on. So yeah. here's, here's for 2K20. Oh, I don't even like saying that. It sounds weird. I hope they change it. 2K20 sounds 2K20? weird. Yeah. It sounds weird to me. I don't know why. It's WWE still 20. That's probably what they'll do. Maybe. No, so they put two K in front of it because it's two K games. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to figure out something. It just doesn't roll off the tongue the same way as the two K XX. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe we'll see. Uh, all right. Uh, lightning round. Sticking with some sports stuff. Uh, this time moving over to EA, the makers of Madden. Um, they, the vice president, recently sat down with, I believe, IGN, just to have a kind of long, drawn out conversation. And the, it's a series that they do where they talk to like you know, VPs and like big people right. just about like the company and the Stuff. state of video games and whatever. Uh, and they asked him about MVP baseball, which was EA's long running baseball franchise that was widely regarded as one of the better baseball games uh, that stopped in 2005. So I guess, uh, yeah. So t I was trying to think if they're one of those year ahead games, but they're not because baseball's baseball the same year. all contained yeah, within so one year. So uh, the last one was MVP 2005 with my boy Manny Ramirez on the cover. Uh, and that was the last time that they had a game because after that, I think 2K bought the exclusivity rights to, uh, to multi-platform. Uh, and the show also came out as a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, so that was the 2006 was the first year of the show. Well, and then they had All-Star Baseball after that. What do you mean? All-Star Baseball was like, I don't think that was EA, was it? But no, All-Star like Baseball was 989 Sports. And that was like late 90s, early 2000s. No, they had one on the 360. 
Yeah, but that no. Uh, I think that that was something different though. That wasn't. It was a. Uh, it was like older baseball players, like it was people who weren't currently in the, oh. on the roster. Because uh, I thought the lawsuit was over, they couldn't have current MLE players. So yeah. they were like, "All right, well, we'll do an all-star baseball game on the 360." And I think it was on the PS3 as well. And we'll just use like uh, veterans. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Because all-star baseball was made by a different company. Uh, oh, I see. Oh, five here. Um, so what? 360 came out in 05? I think so. So I remember when it came out, one of uh, one of my coworkers was like super stoked about it because he liked not playing the he didn't like uh, the PS3 games, the MLB the show. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I can because I know that that was an older series. I don't think it was on 360. They moved MVP to NCAA on 360, I think, and then 2K6 started coming out yeah i think all-star baseball 2005 because that was the one where Derek jeter was on the cover every year yeah i don't see it then i definitely remember playing it yeah i'm yeah i'm not saying that there wasn't a game on there because i'm sure there probably was there could have been uh mvp 06 was ncaa baseball so that might be what you're thinking of where they couldn't use regular players, but that's not classic players. So technically, the last EA Sports baseball game was uh, NCAA, and that was in 2006. Uh, but he said that they are very mu- the possibility very much exists for a new MVP baseball game uh, to come out, especially in light of the fact that there hasn't been a 2K baseball game since, I think, 2012, yeah, maybe. 2012 is the last uh, time I've seen. So uh, I always like those games. I mean, granted, I'm a PlayStation user now, and the show is a phenomenal game uh so i don't know if that will like make me not play that game and be better or if i'll just continue to play the show but at the very least it'll be good for people that have xboxes and potentially even switches to have another baseball game that's good because the 2k games weren't very good towards the end so yeah i'm down for it sure yeah. I mean, more competition is always good for everyone in general. Yeah, especially if they come up with something cool that then can be in the show and make the show even better. I'm fine with that. And I wouldn't mind having a baseball game on the go again. So if they put out a decent Switch version, fine. Cause I, you just got to wait a year and then they'll have it ported. No, no. Uh, well, it depends because like FIFA came out day and date with the regular FIFA. It was uh, like a worse version. But well, it's and still also FIFA's a, a world sport. Like FIFA always sells ridiculous amounts in general, where yeah. I mean, baseball is still a world sport, but it's not to the widely extent that, regarded yeah. as the American sport. Not to the yeah, it's America's favorite pastime. Like, but yeah, not to the extent that FIFA is a world sport. I get what you're saying, but I, I'd be down for that if it came to, to other consoles as well. Um, all right, you find it? Uh, I think I'm thinking about All Star Football because um. it was a comp- they because it was only Madden at the time. Well, there was like they did that blitz game that was not real football players because they couldn't put football in. And then I'm trying to think what else it could have been a football game because that would have been right around the last the time that Madden bought the exclusivity rights because that was 2006 because 2K5 was the last non Madden football game that existed with uh, actual yeah. NFL players. I don't, I don't remember what it was. Well, there uh-huh. was also the Bigs, but that's definitely not what it was. No, because that's real. That's real MLB players as yeah. well. Yeah, I think it was football. I don't think it was baseball. I was just wrong. And it's not All-Star. It's something else. But I remember being in the upper left-hand corner of our wall because mm. it was always there because it was always one of those games that we had. Yep. So it started with an A. Mm. Fair enough. Whatever. 
All right, uh, lightning round. Uh, we're talking Halo. Uh, they came out and said that uh, Halo Infinite is not a prequel. It's not any kind of weird, like, alternate history story. It's con- Consider it Halo 6. Yeah. Even though they're not calling it Halo 6. Because everything is weird names these days. Yeah, it seems weird that if it's a continuation of the story that you've been telling, and it's the next game in the franchise, it's weird to abandon the number conventions now. I bet you, business-wise, they're thinking, let's not, like... Uh, Five didn't sell well. Sec- well, no, let's not, like, seclude new fans, because if they think that there's six games they have to play, or five games they have to play before this one, like... But there, uh, there but is. there is. <laughs> yes. But I think this is just someone higher up was like, let's not put a number on them, because there's five more of them. Let's call it infinite, and, and like... We'll have a, a mode where that'll tell the history all the way before this one, and then you can jump in right at infinite. Yeah. When I think five had such forever. a heavy influence on not Master Chief, so maybe they're like, let's get away because yeah, five sucked. We don't want to. We don't want to compare it to five because it had like stuff that wasn't Master Chief in it. Then this is all Master Chief, so let's just call it infinite. It's also ending the trilogy too, so uh, it also might be the very last Halo. Like, you okay if it is? Yes. Uh, five sucks so bad that like if they ended at six then i'm okay with it uh i i think um reach was probably my favorite and it doesn't have chief in it so like chief isn't the draw of halo for me uh the like the lore of halo is the draw for me yeah um but yeah it, the, their wording of it was, was odd saying like don't consider it a prequel i'm like no one considered it a prequel i'm sure there's some corner said, of the internet like, well i mean by p- bringing it up that way there that that the way that they worded it made me think of well it is a prequel but don't think of it as a prequel because maybe it'll ha- it'll bookend like it'll have a, a prequel part in it then yeah. it'll be Halo Six at the end like maybe it'll just half the game's a flashback or something maybe because they also said that Halo's going back to its roots with Master Chief so another weird wording thing that might be a prequel. Mm, um, interesting. I'm sure the Internet sleuths will decode that in time. Yeah, I mean I don't. It, it, I'm gonna play it. It's Halo like. Do you think this is an Xbox One game, or is this an Xbox I next sure as game? I sure hope it's an Xbox One game, because I'm not going to buy another system just to play Halo. Um, you might, though. You I, might I, have I to. Didn't, I didn't even buy my Xbox. <laughs> you might have to. You might have to suck up it to was Joe giving it to me. <laughs> until he can buy you an Xbox. No, here's what you do. You wait for you Joe will buy the launch of the next Xbox, Yeah. and then in a year, when the slim version of that Xbox comes out, he'll get rid of it to you for pennies on the dollar. Maybe. Or free. Who knows? We'll I see. might not even be in this country when the next That's system true. comes out. That's true. We're going to deport you. That's fine. Um, all right. Uh, lightning round from a game that's going back to its roots to a game that may not be coming back. Uh, <laughs> Dishonored is not. Uh, it's taken a leave of absence. It's going on hiatus. Yeah. After Dishonored 2, two. the new something. Like they had a. There was in there. Like yeah. A, they had like a, a expansion story. that was like a standalone thing that yeah. you could buy. So, I, didn't, I didn't play the second game. Me either. But I played the crap out of the first game. I think I owned the first game because I bought it super cheap, like the remaster uh-huh. on PS4, uh, and just never got around to it because I like the idea of it, but I'm worried that I'm not going to like the execution. And I do this all the time where I'll buy a game on the cheap and be like, I'm going to play this and then, and then never, never ever get to it. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it the first time I played it because I was like, this is kind of lame. Like, I don't want to play a game where I don't have to kill people. Or like, so like, it's... You, you know the concept that like if you kill people, there's more rats because it's part of the plague. Yeah. And so like I was trying to do an entirely like. There's a, there's a huge stealth element to the game too, right? Like you can I've, I've beaten the game without killing anyone. Yeah. You can it's probably an a, achievement, right? 
Yeah, and I did it, yeah, for the achievement. Um, but also there's, like, the pure ending or whatever, um, where, like, you have targets that you actually need to assassinate, but instead of assassinating them, you can, like, knock them out, or uh, one of them you, like, humi- humiliate a guy so that, like, the masses kill him, like, eventually. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's just humiliated in the public light instead of actually killing him. Um, so I enjoyed, but then I like came back and played it much later after it had come out when I was working at GameStop, I was like, ah, oh, I can just play this, you know, whenever I want. And I was like, well, I'm actually going to, you know, like, I'm going to, I'm going to do a, a kill this run and yeah. I did a kill this run. And then I, I did a run where I actually killed everyone and I got all the achievements in it. So I enjoyed it. Uh, never played the second one just cause it was never in the mood for steampunky stuff. Yeah. Um, it's fair. But I guess it's on the back burner. I mean, and this is Bethesda. They've got enough shit that they're working on right now. Yeah, and like a game like Rage went on the back burner for, what, five years or whatever, and then all of a sudden came back out with... But nobody asked for another Rage. That's people the thing, are asking for another Dishonored. Are they, though? I, I think like... a, there are a lot of people who are big Dishonored fans. Yeah. Like, one of my coworkers was, like, was a huge Dishonored fan. He, like, wore the shirts all the time. And I was like, really? But he was super big into steampunk, so. Yeah. And that's kind of the only steampunk game you have. It seems like a, uh, well, there's that Damnation game from the PS2, like, Xbox era. PS2. Yeah, I know. This is the only, this is the only steampunk game you have now. Yeah. There are many uh, Rage-esque games that you can play. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, with Bethesda... It could be on the back burner because they're working on an Elder Scrolls and whatever, and um, you know, and they'll put it away for a while, and then boom, five years from now, you won't be expecting it, and then boom, Dishonored three or Dishonored something or a prequel or who knows yeah. what. Like, um, so I may not be dead for now. No, but I don't think it's. I don't think they'll ever, in general, in like just company making, they'll never say anything done done because no. if it. If money calls for it, they're going to make it. Yeah. This is just their way of saying stop asking. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Bethesda's good about that. Like, other companies aren't. Like, EA's still not making Skate 4. Bethesda's good at that, but they're uh, pissed. They're, they're really bad about other things, like suing Joe Schmo customers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't put that on here. No. Because uh, it wasn't really, like, a story per se, but uh, since you brought it up, uh, what was it? Somebody was selling on in the Amazon Marketplace a, like, and a still shrink wrapped copy of evil within. Yeah. Of evil, evil within two. two yeah. yeah. And they were selling it as new. And, but, uh, Bethesda took exception because they said, well, we can't prove it's new because they're not an authorized retailer. So it's technically false advertising. Like we can't prove they didn't re shrink wrap it. We don't want someone coming to us saying I bought a new copy. Right. Where's my warranty? Yeah. Um, so, so I get it. So they threatened to sue him instead, which I don't think... Well, he took it down when, he, when they did that, so... Sure, but also, like, I mean, I argue that it's not entirely his their responsibility. There's only two options on, on Amazon to sell stuff. It's new or used. What, is he going to put used and then, like, still yeah. sealed? But, he like, nobody's going to go through the used section expecting to get still sealed games. Like, he didn't do this maliciously. And As, as far a, as we know. As far as we know. Yeah. And apparently they sent him to other people because he said in their correspondence that, like, in in emailing back and forth with the person who sent him the letter, they said, like, other people are also getting these letters. So we don't know, like, to what extent they're actually doing this. But at the same time, like, they probably got bigger fish to fry than to try and threaten to sue Joe Schmo selling, like, sealed copies of games online. Yeah, but, I mean, chances are they probably never would have followed through. They would have just been, like, they would have sued him. They would have started the thing, and they would have been like, "Just take it down." But like, there's okay. nothing positive to gain from this. 
Well, but there's only negatives that you if you if you let it go and then other people start doing it, it becomes like a rampant thing. Then that's a problem. Well, because they stopped it. It Stopped one dude. Yeah, but that's what you nip it in the bud. You just stop it right now before there's ever the chance of people to sell shrink wrap game. Like, who knows? Maybe like, let's say, for instance, this guy was a bad person who was like selling a a BS thing inside the case or whatever or a fucked up copy of the game or who knows what. And he's just selling one now to test the waters to see if this could be a scam that he could run more widespread. You nip it in the bud right now. But what do they have to lose like financially? Of what? Of like, like if this, if he was really selling like broken copies of the game or like sealed copies that just have a blank disc in them. Well, if it, if it becomes a widespread enough issue, then then Twitter blows up with, "Hey, I keep buying these Bethesda games that are new and sealed, and they don't work. What's up, Bethesda?" And like, I think people would go to Amazon before they go to the distributor. Yeah, they would, but then they say like, "But maybe they don't," and you never know. Like it's I one of those saying, things where it's like, if we can knock it out, like if we can knock it out right now, so it's never a thing we even have to worry about. Why not do it? I just think it was. Yeah, I don't think they were ever going to sue the guy. I think they were just you threaten him, he takes it down, problem over. But now we just have the bad press of like Bethesda going and beating up the small guy. Like, yeah, but they didn't. Like he was doing something. It's the same reason why like GameStop won't take a game and trade if it's sealed. But the GameStop's a much bigger retailer than Amazon. Than dude selling things through Amazon. It's not the same thing. The dude is selling a game to GameStop. It's the same thing. Like. So it's just, it's one of those liability things that you don't even want to be associated with. I don't know. It just, it seems like a, a, a weird line to draw. And, and like, I think if anything, this should have been Amazon doing this, not Bethesda. True. It probably should have been Amazon. And maybe that's why, maybe Amazon wasn't doing it and they were seeing it happen more. And they were like, all right, well, if Amazon's like, maybe they contacted Amazon first and Amazon went, uh, it's sealed. He has pictures, it's shrink wrapped, whatever. We don't care. And then they're like, all right, fine. We'll take it into our own hands. Yeah. Like we only heard the end of it. We didn't hear any lead up or potential thing ahead of it. I'm and like, regardless, I think it's just a weird thing for Bethesda to do. But also, this is not the yeah. first time they've done this kind of no, they're bored, petty, weird stuff. Like yeah. it's somebody's job to go on Amazon and go, oh, this one says new, but it's sealed. I'm gonna send him an email. Like yeah, I mean, they have entire departments dedicated to prowling the the internet to make sure nothing bad happens the, in their the name. Used market. <laughs> yeah. Hey. If it, if it works, it works. And they got it taken down, so technically it works. Um, speaking of Bethesda, we'll keep it rolling here. Uh, they are the most recent company uh, who's putting out a game that really wants to trumpet uh, cross-platform play between Xbox and PS4 and mobile and all the other things. And uh, and they are, they're going after Sony because they say that this game that they're coming out with is, is absolutely necessary that there's cross-platform. They need it. They want it. It has to happen. Sony, make it happen. Do you want to guess what game that is? Uh, is it Skyrim? It's not Skyrim. Is it uh, Evil Within 3? Nope. It's not even Fallout 76, is it which Fall- is their is it, upcoming they game. They did actually say that like, they did kind of whine about it, but they didn't draw a line in no, the sand about that. No, they, they said, oh, that'd be good if it worked for that, but we don't think it's necessary for it. Right. Um, the game, they think it's absolutely vital that Sony allow cross-platform play and progression uh, is Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game. Sure. Yeah. I don't understand that. Like, that's the one you want to, that's the hill you want to die on. They're also competing with fucking Blizzard. Like... Hearthstone, like they're not going to topple Hearthstone. It's just like anybody who tries to put up an MMO that's like fantasy based. Well, Hearthstone already has cross platform because it's only PC and mobile. So no matter where you sign into your account, I think your progress tracks and your. But what I'm saying is Bethesda is putting out a game or it's already out that they're trying to compete with something that 
is already a product that's already selling well, and now they're drawing lines in the sand about crossplay. Yeah. When they're already going to lose this battle to begin with. Well, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, Fortnite was a game that came out when PUBG was selling well, and they I think were. This game's been out for a while, though. Has it? Is it out? Actually, I'm pretty sure it was out on like mobile for a very long time. Because I remember sending it to Tyler once, being like, "You know, this is a thing." And he's like, "Yeah, I don't care." Elder Scrolls Legends. Let's see. Googling. Google to the rescue. Oh, yeah, it came out on Windows, uh, iOS, Mac, and Android in 2017. Yeah, so it's been out for at least a year. Yeah, but I don't think it's come to consoles yet. No, Maybe I, that's what it is. Yeah, that's um, why they're, I mean, uh, obviously, that's why they're arguing with Sony about it. Yeah, but, like, uh, Sony didn't bow down to Rocket League, and that was a pretty popular game that was cross-platform. Much popular, more popular than this. Uh, they didn't bow down to Fortnite, which is arguably the biggest game in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, it's the king of gaming right yeah. now. Yeah. It is on all three major platforms. It is on PC. It's on Mac. It's on iOS and Android now. Yeah. And they're like, nah, we don't want them because money. And Bethesda's like, oh, yeah? Well, what about our card game based on this other franchise that people <laughs> may or may not enjoy? Stop it. Yeah. They're going to be like, okay, don't put it on our system. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think people are going to be all that butthurt about it. No. If, I mean, it's also a card game. It doesn't need to be on a PS4. No. Again, we're, we're, this goes back to our like playing mobile things. You know. No, I'd rather play anything that small on a on a tablet or on. I, I don't. It's probably a tablet, coming to switch. A phone. It's yeah. a free. It's a free to play game, so it can come out on whatever yeah. it needs to come out on. And ultimately, like while it sucks for fans that Sony has d- like dug their heels in here, I get it. Like I get their stance on it. They want their cut of the money. It's a business decision. Well, yeah, and they're leading right now. Right. Like, they don't need to bow down if you. No. Xbox needs to play ball because they want people to play on their platform. And if they can get even a sliver of the of the pie, they're going to take it. Like, right. Sony's got three quarters of the pie. And they're like, I don't know. I'm kind of full. Like, I don't I don't need to, like, give up any of the pie. Like, I have all the pie I want right now. Yeah. Why would I share if I don't have to? I understand. It doesn't cost me nothing. No. So I think people, like, they bitch and moan because it's Sony and they're, like, a big behemoth or whatever. But ultimately, it's like, guys, you get it, right? Just as long as you understand right. and are mad, that's fine. But if you don't understand why they're doing it and are mad, <laughs> yeah, then I don't, I, I don't have any conversation with you. You're, you're being silly. Tyler and I were talking about how crazy Sony was considered the underdog at the beginning of all this console stuff. Where like, which like the current gen or just consoles just in consoles general? Consoles in general. Well, yeah, because they hadn't made one yet. Well, and the, they were like, oh, we're gonna make uh, a system with Nintendo, and then Nintendo's like, nah, we don't need this disc thing, and they're like, oh, okay, well, we're gonna make one by ourselves, and they're like, Psh, it's not gonna do well. Yeah, nice try. And then they were like, well, before they made the PlayStation, they're like, well, we can help, you know, uh, maybe with the Sega and like with Sega Saturn. You wanna you wanna have some of the software? And they're like, nah, we don't want any of that. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we'll do it by ourselves. And they're like, okay, good fucking luck. And yeah. Here they are now. Well, it's kind of the same thing with when Microsoft joined. It was, wait, you want to go up against Sega and Sony and Nintendo? Come on, Microsoft. You make computers like, you don't know, like PC games or whatever. Like back in the day, they were, you know, like good luck trying to break into this this already crowded three console marketplace. Right. And by the time the 360 rolled around, they were number one. So, um, yeah, I mean, people are always going to look down on the person that's new to the game. And think there's no way. Like, think about how many pros in sports are like, whatever, rookie, like, good luck dunking on me or hitting a home run off my fastball. And then right. they tear the cover off the ball. And they're like, oh, I guess they are good. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, it is funny. It all came up from uh, the creator Yakuza said that he pitched Yakuza to Nintendo and to Microsoft. And they both said no. And so they, like, 
begrudgingly went to Sony and were like, okay, do you want our game? And Sony was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And now it's huge. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously becoming more and more popular in the States. Very, very true. All right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, one of those collections that's coming out that everyone's looking forward to got delayed. And that is the Spyro remaster, which is set to come out next month. Yeah. So, real close. Uh, got pushed back to November 13th. Maybe they're going to put the games on the disc. Mm, Slash no. cartridge. Nope. I don't think so. They'll probably do the same thing Maybe everybody else does. <laughs> no. God damn it. No. Probably not. No. But yeah, I, I don't I don't really know the reason why. I don't think they gave a real uh, concrete they gave reason. They a super vague reason saying it needed more love. Which yeah. Which is their way of saying it just needs to be polished. Yeah, it just needs time. Which is fine. Like. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a proponent of people delaying games for as long as they need to. As long as what I get is finished. Yeah. And they, uh, they're, they're not missing Christmas. Like, they're still hitting before Thanksgiving. Yeah, so. I mean, this is probably the best time to put it out, too. Well, it's going to be tough because usually that, like, first or second Tuesday or Friday or whatever day of the week this is in November is always, like, the shit, we got to get it out now before Black Friday, before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so, like, 17 games come out that day because right. everyone just tries to dump whatever they can that's ready. Um, so I don't know what the release calendar looks like for that day, but... It's still out before Christmas. It's out before Black Friday. It means it'll be in everybody's flyers, though. Yeah. So, like, it's going to get more, uh, like, FaceTime. That's not really a thing for this. But, like, it'll get more FaceTime with consumers because it's coming out at this time. It'll be brand new. Right. As opposed to, like, if it's been out for two months, it might be just up on the wall. Yeah. And and then you're forced to put it on sale. It's like, all right, well, if it came out in September, like, we have to put it on sale for Black Friday. Now it's like, oh, it just came out. Like, let's give it a shot and see what it looks like. Yeah. So we don't have to put it on sale. Uh, but that sucks for people that are really excited about it. I was never big in the Spyro games, so. I mean, it's also a re-release of a game. So, like, if you're really miffed about a re-release getting delayed, you've played it before. Like, or just go play it now. Right. Like, go just find it somewhere. put it in your PS1. Yeah, exactly. Or download it on the, you know, the PS4 or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, the Uncharted movie. It's moving forward. It's finally yeah. got a script. Uh, and production is looking to start very soon, possibly beginning of 2019, which is the farthest along the Uncharted movie has been since it was rumored. So it's funny. We're bookending the show with Uncharted because you talked about playing yeah. it in what we were playing. And we're talking about the movie uh, being near production. Are well, you excited the sh- for the movie? The short like had me interested in wanting to play the the games to begin with. Short like I good. knew I would like them. Yeah. I like Tomb Raider. Same uh, like Indiana Jones. I like Indiana. Like Same fucking thing. love Indiana Jones. Yeah. There you go. Um, so I knew I was gonna like him. Yeah. And so uh, this little short gave me enough like gusto to finally go back and play them. I mean, I again, I'd watch them, but to actually play them. And I'm thinking that maybe this short also lit a fire underneath production's butts to get the ball rolling on the movie. Yeah, I don't know because like obviously the script would have been being worked on already. I think the timing is like more coincidental than it is indicative but i mean the script could be done they could have like it could have just been sitting on a shelf and they're like and eh, we have other things to do like tom, uh, yeah, uh, tom holland's doing spider-man right now so you know we'll wait until spider-man comes out and then we'll start working on it again and so they put it on the back shelf but then this short comes out and they're like oh the internet's really like blowing up about this let's give them news that actually it's done we'll start actually you know pursuing things yeah and scouting locations and you know doing other things to get the ball rolling as opposed to just going, we'll wait and see, you know, whenever. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that could very much be true. I just wonder like a big property like this. I can't imagine them just being like, let's have it sit on the shelf. I think the reason it's taken so long in the first place is they couldn't get an idea. Like I remember, um, 
watching an interview with Seth Rogen at one point, uh, and he was talking. That at one point, I think he was attached to the Uncharted movie, like really? three iterations ago. Well, I knew like Wahlberg was supposed to be in it too. Yeah, that was the last iteration. Was uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, for, oh, and uh, David O. Russell was going to direct it, and yeah. Mark Wahlberg was going to be Drake, and like he kind of looks like Drake, but. Anything he's in, he's Mark Wahlberg, so it would have taken me right out of it. He was, um, he, he was also Constantine, wasn't he? Constantine? Or no, he was a fucking uh, Max Payne. <laughs> yes, he was Max Payne. <laughs> so uh, he's already been in a terrible video game adaptation. True. Uh, but I remember Seth Rogen talking about it because I think he was attached to write with Evan Goldberg before the the Wahlberg stuff. And they were like, oh, why didn't you, like, what happened with that? Like, how come you couldn't, you didn't never got it farther than, like, pre-production or whatever? And he's yeah. like... Honestly, every time we wrote the script and every time we like made changes to the script, um, it just seemed like an Indiana Jones ripoff and like it wasn't any good because it just seemed super derivative and like we could not wrap our minds around a way to make it not just Indiana Jones with a different guy, which is it's a fair point because that's what the game is. So, you know, I I don't necessarily think that they were sitting on it, uh, waiting around for the spark to kick them in the teeth to go like, all right, now let's make the movie. Uh, but it is it can be a little suspect that it's so close, what, two weeks after they tell us the script's ready and they're going to start filming next year. Yeah, I mean, I think it was... I, I, I don't know. I think it's not coincidental, but also, you know, it, it does make sense that, like, with a with a project this big, also video game ad- adaptations never do well. Like, we just had Tomb Raider come out and it sucked. I didn't hate Tomb Raider. I thought it was fine for what it is. Because you like The Last Crusade. That you don't like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? No, I'm saying this movie, you like this movie because it's just Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, I mean, Even the villain was named the same. Wait, what was the villain's name? Uh, fucking German name. Like, their last names are exactly the same in, really? in both movies. I didn't, never noticed yeah. that. Uh, still, though, like I thought that movie wasn't bad, and I thought it was a good setup for a future like franchise of Tomb Raider movies, though I don't think we'll get that because I don't think it performed very well. Oh, I didn't like it at all. Joe and I laughed through the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, but like, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good start. Like, I didn't think it was necessarily great, but I thought it was better than any other video game movie I've seen recently, where it was just okay. Like, it wasn't. I didn't think it was terrible, but I don't know. I I'm intrigued by the Uncharted movie because I love Uncharted, but having a young Drake seems weird. And granted, I understand they want him to like grow into the role, and they don't want to wait until like. He's 40 to like finish out a trilogy, but I don't know. It just seems like a weird choice. His name was Vogel. And it was the same name in both. Really? Yep. Huh. Um, now that I'm replaying the game, though, uh, I was like just thinking, like, eh, like, this could be Tom Holland. And I was like, actually, this is not that bad. Like, it's not that far off. Drake is pretty young in the first game. What's he? Yeah, but like, I mean, young. Seem, I mean, he always seems young, but he's not like grizzled like he is in the fourth. Game. No, he's probably late. He's probably late twenties, I would think. I think we did. We Joe and I might have looked this up at one point to see what his actual age was. Yeah, let me see. Uh, Uncharted, Drake's fortune. How old is Drake? <laughs> Let's look it up. And again, if if this is him being young Drake, I mean, Drake's fortune picks up in the thick of things like he's clearly been doing this for a while yeah uh let's see let's see let's see plot nathan drake doesn't say but yeah i mean i was trying to compare the two and tom holland as spider-man he's my favorite peter parker like 
Or he's my favorite Spider-Man. He's not my favorite Peter Parker. Who's your favorite Peter Parker? Side note. Uh, I really liked Andrew Garfield, actually. Me too. I thought he was a good Peter Parker. Or I thought he was a better Spider-Man than a Peter Parker because he was like too cool. But uh, I'm trying to think. Nathan um, Drake. But uh, Nathan Drake is just as quippy as, as Spider-Man. Very so like so. Tom Holland's a pretty decent fit, actually. Uh, and he's got to be in his 20s, right? Tom I think Holland he's himself? 20. I think he's 20. Um, but I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen actors portray people who are older than them. Have, did you ever watch uh, Woman in Black with uh, with Harry Potter? Yeah. Uh, no. He's like it's supposed to be like old enough to have a kid in that movie, and he it was like fresh off of uh, like Goblet of Fire or something. Uh, let's see. So in Uncharted Three, he's thirty-four. He's 38 and Uncharted 4. So, yeah, he's probably in his late late 20s. Uh, wow, Tom Holland is actually 22. Yeah. He's a young dude. Yeah, yeah, he's super young. Which is good because he's playing a high schooler, so that's fine. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with him being in it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that'll do it then. Did I, is there anything that you wanted to go over that I missed? Not that I can think of. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, So let us know if you're going to get the crazy Resident Evil uh, Bluetooth typewriter keyboard, if you're excited for the Uncharted movie nearing production, or what you think about the port machine that is the Nintendo Switch. Uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we'll also have another episode of our Broken Clock Podcast main event, which is our wrestling prediction and recap show uh, for SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer, taking place uh, tonight in just a couple of hours. So we're going to go right from this show to go do that show. And then both shows will be up right now on the same places that you can find <laughs> the show that you're listening to. So uh, once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Bye, Joe.